When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. On the Buffalo Sports Network from Learfield, this is Buffs Prime Time. Play action, sets to throw, he's going for the home run, and he makes the crowd in sound. Touchdown! Touchdown, Colorado! Oh, what a throw! Buffs Prime Time is hosted by The Post Chicken and Beer with seven Colorado Front Range locations. The Post brews delicious award-winning beers and fries up the crispiest, juiciest hot chicken around. Fried chicken and beer go together like black and gold football. Here's your host, the voice of the Buffaloes, Mark Johnson. And we come to you for the post chicken and beer in uh, downtown Boulder for Buzz Prime Time. We're out here every Thursday from 1230 to 1:30, going live. The tape show airs later on that night uh, on the uh, network. Coming up this weekend, the Buffaloes have got number eight Oregon coming to town. That's a 1:30 game on Saturday afternoon. Gary and I are going to hit the air at 11:30 out in Franklin Field. Come on by and say hi, and then we'll uh, get you ready for the kickoff between the Buffs and the Ducks. Buffs coming off the loss, uh, good ball game last week, 42-34 to Arizona State. Coming up in the show, by the way, Phil McGagan, the receiver. Receivers coach and Montana Limonius Craig, one of the great names in college football, is going to join us and a pretty darn good receiver on top of it. And of course, uh, for the first couple of segments, Mike Sanford joining us. Okay, the important question: uh, What did uh, you dress up for as Halloween last week? <laughs> 
<laughs> get that out of the way here. No comment. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we actually had a we had a gathering on Sunday night with um, all of the coaches' kids. Uh, sure. all, all of our families came and, yeah. and knocked on the doors. Little little hands knocking on the doors of the position meeting rooms. And, nice. Uh, it was pretty fun to see uh, what all you know. Coach Hagen's son was a little cowboy. I saw that. Um, yeah. You know, my my kids were. My daughter was a, a strawberry drink from Starbucks. <laughs> uh, couldn't get mo- more post millennial than that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, just it was a fun event for us to be able to transition. Um, obviously, after a tough loss, to, to to be able to get our minds right to go you compete to win this game. That, that's been one thing that you've uh, been very uh, forward thinking on is. Yes, football is first and foremost, but making sure there's community, there's relationship, there's family, uh, part of what you guys are doing week, week in, week out, correct? Yeah, it's been important, I think, yeah. especially in the situation we're in, for us to, to be able to enjoy the process of what we do, because if your process is, is not what it needs to be um, and there's it's lifeless, um, then what's going to show up on Saturday is going to be very lifeless. lifeless. Yeah. And uh, we know we can't do that. And, and um, I think it's important for us to not just have these types of events, but um, just to show um, even our players that, that our family is extremely important to us and model what it's like to be a great dad. Yeah. Um, we, I think we have a coaching staff full of guys that are just really, really good fathers. All right. The postscript on Arizona State. I mean, you guys are down 22. You come back. You make a heck of a game of it. Uh, you nearly pull things out. Give us your thoughts on that game. You know, I, I think we, we showed something that we hadn't shown this year. Um, you know, it, really since the bye week, you look at it, um, you know, in the three ball games that we've played, we've given ourselves a chance to, to win a football game in two of the three. And, yeah. and this is something that we haven't done, which is be in a, a two, three, four score deficit and come back and make it a one score deficit and uh, and really have a chance to get a stop and get the ball back, you know, mm-hmm. um, score a touchdown, convert uh, a two point conversion and, and go to overtime. And I, I fully believe that was going to, uh, what was going to happen. And I think that that's a direct result of how our process is. And I think, you know, everybody wants to say that's a, that's a cliche line that the process is more important than the outcome. I asked Nick Saban about that. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that's yeah. exactly what it is. The process does trump the outcome um, because if your process is consistent, consistently good, um, then the outcomes will come in due time, and that's what I believe that this week's going to be about for us. Well, it's the idea that what you focus, what you are what you focus on, correct? And that's kind of the point you're trying to get across to the guys. No question, and, and you know, where do you get better? You don't just show up on Saturday and all of a sudden say, hey, hey yeah. give a great you know, pregame speech, and we're just going to be better, um, or all of a sudden we're going to break habits that we, um, you know, have been showing for the last eight, seven, eight weeks. Um, you know, you have to be uh, in a place where your practices are very intentional and very intense, um, um, and that's that's what our, our players have fully bought into, and I believe it's showing uh, progress. Um, that's all we can do at this at this stage is show progress, and ultimately the result is already shown, and yeah. we we're, we're keep striving for that next result. To, to that point, when you look at first off the highest scoring game the Buffs have had this season, thirty four points. Uh, the, the offensive numbers, as I track them every week, getting ready for ball games, are improving out there. What are you seeing offensively that that's being done better right now than maybe it was a month ago? This this incredibly uh, gifted group of young players um, is becoming more mature and their confidence is growing. Our offensive line's finding you know its synergy, um, and and this is something that not only can we build on for this season, but it's something that we have to build on um, as a program going forward. It's it's incredibly important for us to know that we have a foundation and it continues to evolve in front of us because literally 18, 19 year old players are becoming better yeah. because they have more confidence because they've done it more. Um, and, and I think we're putting together good plans to put our guys in positions to be successful and um, we're executing at a higher level than we were. There, there are a lot of guys on this offensive side of the ball, both sides of the ball, actually, that you get excited about. You know, Van Wells and, and when we saw Owen McCowan and uh, Anthony Hankerson and guys like Jordan Tyson is a guy that when we were out of camp this fall uh, in August, it took about three, I think, balls thrown his way where he caught my eye and I thought, 
Well, this this cat's got something here. And, and here he is now after last week. 88-yard punt return. Goes over 100 yards receiving. Has a touchdown of 58 yards. Pac-12 uh, freshman of the week and special teams player of the week. I mean, he's he's kind of one of those guys you're talking about that you can begin to build around over the course of time. Yeah, and you know, his his process has been getting better every week. I mean, you, we can't forget that some of these true freshman student athletes are, are just trying to figure out what all of us did right. at some point. Yeah. Just, where are my classes? Yeah. You yeah. know, what, how do I how do I get to my, um, you know, to lunch on time? Um, and so, you know, there's a process to that, and, and I think he's really maturing before our eyes in, in those processes, but um, he, he's got something that none of us can coach, and that's just pure talent as a route runner. Um, he has speed, um, you know, and he's, I, I love that there's no moment for him that's too big, um, you know, and I think he was, he embraced that opportunity to be the punt returner to be able to put it right back in within sure. a one-score game. Do you, I was going to say, because he was not returning punts early in the season. Are you reluctant to take a freshman and put him in a position like that? I wasn't. You weren't. <laughs> was, was you, you saw. You saw in a practice. Yeah, that was that was a head coach mandate. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, think, I think there was some uh, there was some reluctance at, at, sure. on on behalf of a couple. You know, Darian Hagen coaches our punt returners. He's right. like, I don't know about that dude back there. I go, I do. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I trust him. You right. know, and, and Hags, you know, has done a great job coaching him. Um, you know, Chris Reiner's like, let's go then. You know, right. and I said, yeah. I, I, let's put him back there. Nico Reed is so good back there, but his value as a starter on defense is so significant. You can't really rotate your corners as much as you can rotate wide receivers. Um, And I actually thought that getting Jordan back there, it was almost like it gave him a head start to being ready to go in that series offensively, both in kickoff return and punt return. Yeah. What do you look for in a great punt return? I mean, obviously speed. you got to have that. But what what are the characteristics you look for? You know, really, I look for exactly what this week is about for us. The theme of this week for us as a, as a full program is no, don't flinch. Okay. You know, um, famous uh, Mike Tomlin line is, uh, you know, if you're a blinker, cut your eyelids off. You know, and that's that's uh, that's that's what it is. It's toughness. It's mentality. Yeah. It's um, when you get behind that ball, you got to focus on the ball first and foremost, and catching and fielding whatever punt comes off that foot. Um, but ultimately, once you get behind it, man, it's it is uh, you know three to seven seconds. Seconds of just pure courage, yeah. um, and, and he show, he's shown that in the last two weeks repeatedly. You know, it was awful fun this past week. So Deion Smith gets hurt in the Cal game, and, and it was you know if you remember seeing that, it was kind of scary when he went down. We weren't sure what exactly was going on. Two weeks later, he comes back out and has 111 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, we saw it once again going back to the process. We saw yeah. it. I, I think I talked about it on my Tuesday press conference. His Tuesday practice last week, coming off of what looked like a horrific injury, yeah. I was like, he looks he looks better. He looks more of physical as a runner, and it shows up on on game day. It's just it's it's just a miracle sometimes that what you see in practice shows up on yeah, game day. Yeah. And, um, you know, Dion's toughness once again. You know, that's that no flinch mentality. You think about if you go through that type of injury and you're lying on the on that right. board. You know, there, there there's a mentality that you want to flinch yeah. um, when you get back there on that field. And I'll tell you what, he did the exact opposite. I mean, he ran with with just fearless courage. I mean, he was he was rolling. Well, we didn't see Anthony Hankerson last week. He he was he was nursing. He you know on the fumble at Oregon State. Yeah. Um, he got he got you know kind of twisted up a little bit. Um, so he was nursing a, an injury, but looked very okay. good this week in practice. All right, good. Good to hear. You know, J.T. Shroud, I think when we watched him last week, we, we saw some, some very nice plays at different times. The, the, the percentage, the completion percentage isn't quite where you want it. When you're looking at J.T. and there's a growth that he's going, because he's really still, we don't think of it this way because he's a third-year guy, but he's a young quarterback in terms of playing. What are you seeing from him, his development, and, and how to help him along through that? Well, we're seeing more of the, you know, what we saw earlier in the season was the occasional wild throw. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it 
more consistently. Um, and, and when he plays within the fundamentals that, that you know, myself and, and Nate Dodson, who's, who's working with the quarterbacks, um, it, it are asking him to do, you see really good results. You know, I really thought in the game there's there's just one really, really uh, costly mistake that JT made, and that was on the flea flicker that we, we had yep. dialed up. And that, that, that really is a game-changing kind of momentum-swinging type play, just setting your feet, trusting your protection, and ripping a ball like we all know he's capable of, um, that driven kind of level two ball that's not yep. hung up in the air. I, I think that was really the one mistake, um, you know, that, that he did make. You know, they, you know, Arizona State was pretty grabby. We, we uh, sent some of those uh, calls into the Pac-12 league office, and they all came back and said, yep, that should have been a PI. Yep, okay. that should have been a PI. And that's just how it goes. But, yeah. um, you know, I think that getting him in rhythm is important. But um, as you've seen this year, we have the ability to be an explosive offense, and we, we find more rhythm when we create an explosive play. Um, Jordan Tyson in Montana, um, Daniel Arias, those guys are creating more explosives in the passing game. So um, we're going to hang our hat on what JT does well, and that's throwing the ball down the field. You were a quarterback and worked for quarterbacks for, for so many years. The, the idea of, of quarterbacks utilizing the pocket, stepping up, manipulating the pocket, that process, I imagine not many guys come with that innate. It's kind of a learned process, isn't it? It is, and it's funny now, the quarterback training that, that is, is going off across the country, you know, these some of these players are, and families are paying 50 grand a year to, yeah. to hire a quarterback trainer and a lot of times they're they're teaching all the pat mahomes type throws the off off balance stuff sure. and, i mean th- those things have to come up organically yeah. um sometimes i think that you got to reel in the quarterback and that's what you know literally 90 percent of the work that i do with the quarterbacks um and and i've done for the last 10 12 years of coaching quarterbacks has been how to work the pocket and simulate that it's not something that just happens on game day you have to coach it year-round and there's a trust in there isn't it? because here you've got Five, four or five guys coming at you that want to kill you, yep. right? And you got big fellas trying to protect you. And you're, you got to trust the fact that I'm stepping into. It seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? I'm it, stepping into the teeth of what they're they're sending to it, us. It's it's essentially like uh, like salmon swimming upstream. Right. You know, I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. You're you have to realize that um, you know everything's going past you. And, and I always said that as a quarterback, for me, I loved when there was a heavy upfield rush because there's always little pockets down there that, that sure. creates vision for you. Um, and 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 we've seen some growth in that area, um, and I think that's that's an area where JT will continue to grow. Well, the Bobbleheads are getting ready for number 8 Oregon on Saturday at 1.30. Again, we'll hit the air on the network at 11.30 with the pregame show on Franklin Field, uh, and uh, kickoff at uh, 1.30 between the Buffs and the Ducks. It's Military Appreciation uh, Day, by the way, at the uh, stadium. Hey, Buffs fans, looking for a place to cheer on the Buffaloes? Join Buff Nation at the official CU Watch Party locations in Colorado Schoolhouse in Arvada and the Blake Street Tavern in Denver. Every Thursday, we're out here at the Post Chicken and Beer in downtown Boulder. We're continuing with Buffs Prime time more with Mike Sanford after break. This is Colorado Football from Learfield. Saturdays are made for football. And when the game is on, we're finally off. Off duty, offline, out of office. A cracked Coors Light is our do not disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9 to 5 or worry about the 4th and 1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshments. Made to chill. Proud partner of CU Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Nothing goes together better than fried chicken and football. Unless there's also beer in the mix. The Post Chicken and Beer fries up the crispiest, juiciest fried chicken, which just happens to be gluten-free, and pairs it with their award-winning craft brews. With seven locations up and down the front range, The Post is locally owned and operated and has been recognized as the area's best fried chicken by Westward and 5280 Magazine. Hot chicken and cold beer go together like black and gold football. Find a location near you and let The Post be your pregame, postgame, and tailgate headquarters. 
You already got the hat, the jersey, maybe even the occasional black and gold face paint. So kick things off right this season and add the FNBO CU Visa debit card to the list. Pay loud and proud for every Buffs t-shirt, decal, or hot dog at the game. Wear your heart on your sleeve and in your wallet with the CU Visa debit card. Free with any checking account from FNBO, an official bank of CU Athletics. Get yours today at fnbo.com slash buffs. Member FDIC. Serving part-time in the Colorado Army National Guard can help you reach your goals. Whether it's finding a new career, getting in shape, or graduating from CU Boulder debt-free, the National Guard can help you build the life you've always wanted. Best of all, you can pursue your goals and serve at the same time. Accelerate your path to success. To learn more about career opportunities, tuition assistance, and more, visit NationalGuard.com. Ever wish you could get a second chance on a bet that didn't go your way? Well, now you can when you sign up to PointsBet Sportsbook. Sign up with code BUFFS500 to get five second chance bets up to $500. With PointsBet Second Chance, you get five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager and free bets. That's promo code BUFFS500 to get five second chances on any of PointsBet's betting types, including live betting features you won't find anywhere else. PointsBet. Do it live. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hi, I'm attorney Rob Wilhite from the Swaya Law Firm. As an alumni, class of 2000, our buffs need to stick together. If you've been injured in an auto or work accident, give us a call at 303-GOOD-LAW and let's make an appointment for your free consultation. Accidents can seem overwhelming, but we'll make it simple. Let us handle the insurance companies while you focus on what's most important, your treatment and getting healed. We will fight, fight, fight for your victory. Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you, life doesn't always have to be so serious. You gotta know what's important and what's not important. Here's a checklist. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Standing up for your friends, important. Keeping a diary, not important. Always keeping some Mountain Dew in the fridge, important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Like Mountain Dew Spark, important. Mountain Dew Major Melon, important. Mountain Dew Code Red, important. Mountain Dew Voltage, important. Mountain Dew Livewire, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the do. Woo! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. University of Colorado football is brought to us by the Hilton's on Canada. Coming to Boulder for the game. We'll stay at the Hilton's on Canada, the official hotel of a CU Athletics. Back on Buffs Prime Time here at the Post Chicken and Beer in downtown Boulder. Also, you can join us uh, right now, Coach. Uh, they're watching live right now at CU Buffs football page on Facebook. Awesome. So, got uh, the audience out there. Um, and uh, we're getting ready for the Buffs game with the Oregon this weekend at 1.30, 11.30 with the pregame. Hey, before we get talking about the Oregon Ducks this weekend, uh, you, you talked about, about eloquently on your press conference on Tuesday. Last week, Rick George announced that Bust for Life had uh, put together a collective, which is in the NIL realm, 
And, and I think it's important to kind of continue to highlight that, what it means for Colorado athletics, specifically for football in your case, but why that's such a significant move here at the university. Well, I think if you look at men's basketball and football, this is the space that we've completely entered. Yeah. Uh, and there's no looking back, whether you like it, Tooth whether you don't like it. Tube, it. I mean, yeah. it, it, is, it is where we're going. And, yeah. and ultimately, um, having been a head coach and, and having been in the seat of fundraising before this NIL, um, almost every single uh, former player, almost every single true, um, somebody who's passionate about that university, about um, donating, t- uh, they always wanted to know, how can I give something that directly goes to the student athlete? Sure. And it was a challenge. Four sure or five years yep. ago, it was a challenge. Like, hey, um, you know, we can build a nutrition bar or we can put in a new scoreboard where they can see the replays in high def or whatever it was. Yep. You know, and now it's it's very tangible. Um, and these, you know, these student athletes are playing in front of NFL crowds. I mean, let's just call it like it is. We're playing in front of NFL crowds and NFL TV audiences. Yep. Um, this this is the right thing. The NCAA did the right thing on this. Um, I believe that this is a fan base um, that shows up. Uh, it shows up to Folsom, even in the most dire straight situations that, that frankly, we've been in at times uh, throughout this year. Um, and, and I believe we have the resources here. Um, one is an athletic department. We've already completely funded this program properly. Uh, and now the next step is for us to be able to retain our roster, um, to be able to make sure that we give gifts of passion as CU um, uh, community and, and former football players. Uh, that's going to be incredibly important for this program to take the, the next right step. And it, and it needs to happen yesterday. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm making this such a big uh, priority for me. And, and when I when I was put into this position, I had my press conference. I said the two things that I'm going to do in this role, and I'm going to stick to this every single day that I have this role, is I'm going to make it about what's best for the student athlete and what's best for this program going forward. Because this program deserves to win. Um, we have the support. We have an unbelievable community here in Boulder and a, a great financial community in Denver and the surrounding areas. There's a lot of passionate buffs out there. This is a way that we can get the product that we all want. Um, to be able to stay competitive, uh, to go win a championship. And that's what we have to do. Well, you touched on something. It's, it's a changing world of college athletics, and it's, it's uncomfortable for all of us because it seems to be contrary to what college athletics has been. The, the, the point of the matter, though, and the truth of the matter is, it's the reality of where we're at. And, and as you said, we have no choice in it right now. And so if you're going to continue to compete, if, if Mike Sanford has to go out and recruit, or Tad Boyle has to go out and recruit a player, and he's going against School X from some other Power 5 conference, We've got Boulder off, we've got a great institution, we've got a great athletic department, all the things that, that are great about the University of Colorado, but this is above and beyond that. And so somebody in, say, Ames, Iowa, or wherever, they've got some added value, and, and that's where this comes into play. It does. You know, even this past cycle, I got, you know, I really was hired in December, really started heavily with the portal recruitment yeah. back in January, and um, that's one thing I love to do is I love to evaluate players. Every position, I've been in charge of an entire roster, built up a really good roster that went on to win championships at Western Kentucky, and that's the thing that I um, just, t- I took tremendous amount of, um, of responsibility with evaluating players, and I felt like we had some really, really good players players that yeah. were ready to take official visits. We were talking to on the phone. We were texting back and forth. And it was the same case over and over. Um, it would just go silent. <laughs> and that's a yeah. reality. Whether people want to realize that or not, that is a reality that, um, you know, if we don't come forward uh, with the support, not just for the recruits, the current roster, uh, I think that we have a great plan in place. Um, I think we have uh, great resources like Lance Carl that knows this place, knows the NFL, knows essentially what the salary cap is all about. Yeah. And that's where we're 
we're entering. We're entering into that world, uh, and and I want to make sure that I'm doing my part, um, you know, to make sure we're promoting something that goes directly to the players because that's who I want to fight for. The, the website is if you want to go go to it, and if you're a Buff fan out there, you want to get involved. B four the number four B four L N I L Collective. So Buff for Life. So B four nilcollective.org and uh, you can take part in, in what's going on. It really is, along with the NIL, and then how have you guys evolved because of the transfer portal and what that's all meant and how that's affected college athletics? You know, I think we're, we're, we're having great conversations, uh, you know, as an athletic department to, to make sure that we also stay competitive in that in that landscape. And we, I think we have uh, alignment across the board for where we want to go uh, to make sure that institutionally and as an athletic department, um, you know, and certainly as a football program that we're communicating, um, you know, on a regular basis. Those are a lot of the things that are happening behind the scenes on a daily basis. Um, you know, I know Rick George is working entirely to make sure that we can enter this next, uh, you know, this next year, the immediacy of next season and, and beyond to be able to get this program to the relevance that, that we deserve and that we are supported um, like a program that is nationally relevant. Yeah, it's become now uh, athletic programs. They, they, they recruit high school kids they recruit, you know, the portal. And you recruit your own roster to make sure you guys don't go into the portal. It's really kind of altered the landscape and, and what they're, how you kind of approach college athletics. All right, let's talk about number eight, Oregon, coming to town. We all know what's coming up here. You've got a gauntlet of a schedule the next month. You've got three teams out of the four you're going to play in November that either have been or are in the top ten in the country. Oregon starts that, that uh, string of four games, number eight in the country. Talented team, obviously. Give us your thoughts on Oregon. You know, across the board, I mean, they're, they're a team that obviously rebuilt themselves in the offseason, um, similar to the conversations that we just had. Um, if that's a reality, there's, there's, you know, first and second round draft picks on their defensive line, linebacker to the front seven. Um, you know, I think you know, offensively we're seeing a, a quarterback right now in Bo Nix that is operating at a very high level. He's gone through a lot of adversity in his career. And, um, you know, they like to get into some empty sets, empty backfield sets and get him in rhythm early. And they have the, you know, this, the talent and the skill around him to turn a five to seven yard completion into an explosive play. Uh, and then you have to account for Bo Nix as a, as a ball carrier. He's a, a very efficient efficient runner uh, you know I think he's he's gone through enough as you know in his career to understand when it's time to get down um, you know in terms of you know not taking an extra hit um, but we got to be really edge conscious and to me we just have to play very hard and very sound I think we've shown that growth in the last several weeks uh, and we just got to make sure that that shows up and we need it to um, obviously to play a team like this and, and, and we're not going to back down to the challenge mm-hmm. or, you know our entire mentality this week is we're not flinching no matter what comes our way we're going to continue to to continue to grow, continue to get better, and we're going to compete just like we saw in the fourth quarter against Arizona State. We're going to be a team that never flinches. The uh, the evolution of quarterbacks the last, you know, 15, 20 years. You look at Bone Dex, 222 or 2,200 yards, rather, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, he's got a 72% completion percentage. He's rushed for 441 yards, only given up 10 totals, so he's not a guy that ever goes backwards, and 11 rushing touchdowns. That, that quarterback position, what it's become in college athletics, when you've got that mobile guy, it, it stresses everything and, and kind of it really kind of tears apart the, the, the basics of and the fundamentals of what defense historically has been, yeah, doesn't it? Defensively, you've got to count for 100 vertically and 53 and a third horizontally. Yeah. And you have, your edges have to be sound. You have to have a quarterback player. Um, you know, I think that's really important. That's That's been really my background is I, I enjoy having a quarterback that has that mobility, um, you know, and that's that's where we're, we're moving towards in, in our recruitment at that position. 
um, you know, and I think that that's really important for us uh, to, to make the defense aware that the quarterback at any given time can take off, you know, three times a game. You know, I, I spent some time with Bill Walsh in his, in his last, really his last days um, here. And, and the thing that he told me is that the number one thing that he looked for in a quarterback is somebody who had great instincts. And then number two, he said, I want a guy that can get me three first downs a game with his legs. Uh-huh. It had nothing to do with like being able to throw the ball 65 yards down the field or uh, it was those two things, tremendous instincts, knowing when to throw the ball away, uh, and, you know, knowing when to try to fit a ball in there and then taking off. So Bill Walsh was ahead of his time. And if you think yes. about it, everybody thinks it's changed tremendously. Joe Montana, Steve Young, they yeah. were exactly that guy. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about, yeah, nobody had greater instincts ever than Joe Montana maybe to game of football. And Steve Young had some of the greatest legs in quarterback position. All right. How about Oregon on the defensive side? Uh, you know, like I said, tremendous fronts, um, defensive line that, that is leading the country right now. Uh, number three, um, you know, is one of those players that does create um, hurries, quarterback hurries. We got to do a great job of pass protection. It's getting better week in, week out. Um, this is going to be our, our prior stiffest test from regards to, you know, the defensive line that we're going to be blocking. Uh, Noah Sewell is a first, first round draft pick. Um, you know, it's a back end that's advantageous. Um, but we got to be able to make sure that we continue our trend playing better offensive football every week. Yeah, you and I were talking earlier, and I said the, this stretch, and specifically a game like this, that's, that's why you coach at this level. It's why you, you want to come to Colorado, right? Not only is it why, you, why I like to coach, but it's why you play the game. Yeah. You know, and I have all the uh, confidence in the world that our preparation has put us into a good position to go compete. Um, you know, and, and as we know, anything can happen on any given Saturday, and I, I fully believe that. I've lived it in my life, um, you know, with uh, USC versus uh, Stanford in, in 2007. Sure. Nobody gave us a chance in that game, and uh, it changed the trajectory of a football program. Before we let you go here, Montana Limonigas Crane is going to come up here. We were talking about young talent in this team, and we kind of forget about him that he's a sophomore and actually played a year under his belt. But uh, what, what a special talent he's become for you. Just growth, uh, maturity. Uh, you know, I think the work that he's put in um, offseason, he was a guy that was just a gym rat, was always in the IPF and the indoor f- uh, practice facility, working, catching balls. Um, you know, he's got a he's got a light to him. Um, I think he's got natural leadership traits. So I think he's a very gifted player. Um, you know, good ball skills, ultra competitor. Um, and, and what I love about Montana is that he is still young and we can't forget about that but yet he's got those traits that you see in a in a program leader well got a great opportunity on Saturday 1 30 good luck Mike hey I appreciate it Thanks, all right Mark. head coach uh, Mike Sanford the Buffaloes will take on the Ducks on Saturday at 1 30 we're going to take a, a time out here from the post chicken and beer in downtown Boulder our assistant segment Phil McGagan the uh, receivers coach for the Buffaloes to join us after a timeout this is Colorado football from Learfield Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Ever wish you could get a second chance on a bet that didn't go your way? Well, now you can when you sign up to PointsBet Sportsbook. Sign up with code BUFFS500 to get five second chance bets up to $500. With PointsBet Second Chance, you get five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager and free bets. That's promo code BUFFS500 to get five second chances on any of PointsBet's betting types, including live betting features you won't find anywhere else. PointsBet. Do it live. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. 
Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more. Toyota, let's go places. Your Front Range Toyota stores are proud official sponsors of CU Athletics. Nothing goes together better than fried chicken and football. Unless there's also beer in the mix. The Post Chicken and Beer fries up the crispiest, juiciest fried chicken, which just happens to be gluten-free, and pairs it with their award-winning craft brews. With seven locations up and down the front range, The Post is locally owned and operated and has been recognized as the area's best fried chicken by Westward and 5280 Magazine. Hot chicken and cold beer go together like black and gold football. Find a location near you and let The Post be your pregame, postgame, and tailgate headquarters. You already got the hat, the jersey, maybe even the occasional black and gold face paint. So kick things off right this season and add the FNBO CU Visa debit card to the list. Pay loud and proud for every Buffs t-shirt, decal, or hot dog at the game. Wear your heart on your sleeve and in your wallet with the CU Visa debit card. Free with any checking account from FNBO, an official bank of CU Athletics. Get yours today at fnbo.com slash buffs. Member FDIC. Saturdays are made for football. And when the game is on, we're finally off. <laughs> off duty, offline, out of office. A cracked Coors Light is our do not disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9 to 5, but worry about the 4th and 1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshments, made to chill. Proud partner of CU Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Hi, I'm attorney Rob Wilhite from the Swaya Law Firm. As an alumni, class of 2000, our buffs need to stick together. If you've been injured in an auto or work accident, give us a call at 303-GOOD-LAW and let's make an appointment for your free consultation. Accidents can seem overwhelming, but we'll make it simple. Let us handle the insurance companies while you focus on what's most important, your treatment and getting healed. We will fight, fight, fight for your victory. Hey, tonight's Coach's Show is brought to you by The Post Chicken and Beer with seven Colorado Front Range locations. The Post brews delicious, award-winning beers and fries up the crispiest, juiciest hot chicken around. Fried chicken and beer go, to, uh, go together like black and gold football talk. Stop by The Post for all your game time provisions and for next week's show. Next week, by the way, since we've got a Friday game at USC, we're going to be here on Wednesday next week. So we move the show up one day next week. So Wednesday next week from 1230 to 130 because we'll be uh, taking off on Friday, of course, for uh, Los Angeles for that game. Time for the assistance coach segment and uh, Phil McGagan joining us. Uh, wide receivers coach for the Buffaloes. Uh, by the way, Montana Limonius Craig coming up. Uh, one of his guys uh, here in a few minutes. Montana can talk a little bit, can he? I think so. Yeah. He's, he's so. Got, a, got a pretty good personality. I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Worried about. He can catch some footballs too. That he guy. sure can. Huh? He's doing a good job. Man. One oh, of man. my favorite guys. He's got to be fun to coach, isn't he? He is fun to coach. They are, really all are. Yeah. They are. They're good people. Yeah. Do you approach your players differently based upon... Them a, and who they are? It's a good question. I think everybody is different. Everyone's yeah. individualized. So certain people, like Montana can take 
hard coaching okay. better than maybe a, a younger player can. Um, so I think ultimately you have to let them understand that you care about them and you love them. Okay. And then you have to be able to gauge the maturity level of the player. So you do have to maybe change the tone and the messaging depending on who it is. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I think I treat them all fairly, but I do treat each one of them differently in a certain regard. Okay, now I'm going to ask you an inside baseball question here. That you can give us some coaching secrets. When you've got a guy that you know is a great player and you can coach him hard, Will you send a message in how you treat him to the rest of the guys in the group? 100%. Really? 100%. Yeah. Always. I think that's the, that, that goes with the success. Uh, and if we're going to put you first into progression on a number of past concepts that you have to be held to a higher standard, um, I believe that you can definitely control the tenor of the room, the attitude of the room. If you can get uh, the best player to do all the right things yeah. uh, on and off the field. So absolutely, I think that this, that's a very uh, rational way to approach controlling a room full of young people. I asked Mike what he looks for in a, in a pump returner. What, what, what is the number one quality you want in a wide receiver? Catch the ball. That's it. Simple okay, as that. But it's not that simple. It's, yeah. it's the reality when I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people over the years. Um, the two most important critical variables to me is courage, right? Mm -hmm. you know, I need guys that are going to be able to put their foot in the ground, their outside foot in the ground, and break inward and catch the ball in traffic and do it without flinching. you got to be able to stick a needle in somebody's eye and they won't blink. You need, <laughs> right. to, you need to have a certain type of courage in your life um, to subscribe to this job. And secondly, you need to be able to catch the football. So yeah. those are the two things. And then the rest of it, obviously, you get speed and all these other intangible yeah. things that you talk about, intelligence and, and all of those. They're important. They're very important. But I, I, those are if you're not tough enough and you don't have good to great hands, it's just not going to work. Can, can amazing athleticism overcome bad route running? Uh, not really, no. in my opinion. I think the conversely, you can be slow uh, and be a very effective route runner and a very effective player. Two of my best players can't really run ever. Really? Jarvis Landry ran like a 4.8 at the combine. Yeah. Keenan just, just, just beat him out by like a 4.7.6. Okay. You know, like these guys are not fast humans. But if you look at the productivity, uh, the number of Pro Bowls, all right, you look at all of the different, uh, the competitiveness, the blocking, uh, how, many, how consistent their, their careers have been. Uh, speed is a overvalued mm. commodity uh, at times. Yeah. All right, there are other things that you can overcome and not just have great speed. To me, I'd rather take the consistent, tough route runner with good short area quickness and courage. Those guys I can usually work with a little bit uh, more consistently than just the flash and dash speed yeah, guys yeah. that are inconsistent with their hands. What makes a great route runner? Is it is it the, the discipline of the feet, or what, what exactly makes Yeah, it there's good? a lot of things that go yeah. into the route running. It's, you know, sort of area quickness. Can you release off the line of scrimmage? Can you vertically push a defender? Are you good with your transitions to create separation? There's a lot of words I could say about route running that would yeah. just lull these people to sleep. <laughs> right? Right? So, right. like, but we, you know, talking about receivers today, you know, in the in the, the changing landscape of college football, I think it's it's really as important to develop holistically the entire human being mm. at the receiver position and talk to them about life because life is coming at them fast and there's all kinds of uh, different challenges and temptations that these guys uh, are, are going through on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. So I think that just as important as your qualifications to coach receivers or coach any position, I think your qualifications have to be about being able to teach life. Is that now you you coach at both levels uh, considerable amount of time? 
Is it more important the college level, what you're talking about, or is it equally important, even with the NFL guys? Well, here's the, tr the, the truth about where we are in college is that we've created a precocious nature where we have these players developing at a faster rate because we've introduced money uh, into yeah. this NIL space. So when we do that and we've created a capitalistic co college environment, we have to force these people to grow up faster. So we have to have sure. conversations with them that we have had with professional athletes about what to do and what not to do with money. At 22 years old, we're having those conversations at 18 or 17. Yeah years old. So we, what we've done is we've accelerated their developmental curves. Um, so there's a lot of unforeseen uh, you know, offshoot variables and permutations of the human character when you mm -hmm. introduce money to it. So I think we have to be very, very cautious about what we say to our young people, how, how we uh, address them and, and what we're talking about and, and treating them like adults because yeah. they have to make adult decisions because they can leave at any moment and, and with the transfer portal being what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're getting money at, at certain points in certain places more than others. So in my, in my mind, you just have to be prepared to develop young people faster and help them through difficult decisions um, just in a, in a more truncated manner. That's a very interesting viewpoint right there that I don't think has been talked about nearly enough about this transition we've gone into in, in college athletics. All right, from a performance standpoint, as yes. you kind of look at your, your guys in master, your group, how do you feel about the, the way they perform? I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by, by them because we're working on a, on a number of different high-level uh, fundamental principles. I think they've improved. I'm very excited about the last two weeks in the production of, of, of Jordan Tyson and what he's been able to do. You know, obviously, Montana had a 100-yard game. Jordan had one yep. the week before. So I, I think we're trending in a positive direction. But, you know, we, we have a very, um, I would say, stringent way that we teach and progress the receivers. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of detail. There's a lot of splits. You know, Montana will come up here and tell you I'm not the easiest person to play for in America. <laughs> we understand that. Um, so I think as we've progressed and the standard has been met, because again, whether it's NFL or college, it's a good route or it's not. There's no gray area. We've sure. talked about this before. So as we've met the standard, as the weeks have kind of added up over the last three in particular, I do feel like the group is trending towards, you know, the, the standard being met or exceeded at a higher degree uh, than it had been over the previous five performances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and guys have certainly responded. What makes Montana unique in terms of his abilities? Montana, he has a a stick to to his personality where he won't be deterred, and he he almost like seeks the coaching, the hard coaching. He wants to know the nuance. He wants to know the great. When you ask him a question, if you tell it to him exactly this way, hey, it's your ninth total step, nose to toes, near upright. He tells it to you exactly in the verbiage, in the vernacular that you described it to him from a coaching standpoint. So that gives me great confidence with that young man that he's going to go execute his assignments with detail because yeah. he gave me the information back in an answer form with the details that it was given to him initially with. So those are the, the things that I've seen him work well at. And then his probabilities are increasing of being successful because he's where he's supposed to be on the field. The quarterback can expect him to be there. The quarterback can take his fifth step, a hitch, an anticipatory throw into a window, and Montana's there to make a catch because Montana's where he is supposed to be when he's supposed to be there doing what he's supposed to be doing. That, that's got to be, I would think, enjoyable to coach a guy that there are a lot of guys that, and, and I played with guys back in the day that you know, they came out there were athletes and that's they just did what athletes do. The guys that think the game 
they've got to be a, more fun to coach, I would think, don't you think? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, it's the game's evolved so much where you just have one play call, hey, we're going to go, I right, Fox 2, double, go. Okay, yeah. That, that yeah. that's not the reality anymore. We line up in formations. They cook to the sideline. They get another play. They got to change their split. This guy's on the ball. This guy's off the ball. There's all kinds of things going on with these young people. So it, it's evolved. So if you don't right. have an intelligent player, then you, you're not going to be able to, to get them in the appropriate plays by checking versus a defensive looks that are going to be successful versus what they're showing you defensively. Yeah. If you have to line up in a play that's called, there's a chance you get caught in some bad plays. Yeah. So we rarely get caught in bad bad plays schematically. So I think that that's a testament to these young young players that have been able to adjust and to take a play and then a check second play. You talked about in influencing and, and kind of mentoring these young men. In the last month or so, the, through the transition, as difficult as it's been for them, how have you tried to approach that and, and help these guys through? I, I think I, we've, we've done a really good job of talking about mindfulness and being present yeah. at, at, in the moment. Just stay here. You know, if you think too far in the, in the past, you're almost ashamed and it creates anxiety. If you think too much in the future, you have no you have no ability to project the future. We have no crystal balls that we can look at and determine, so that creates anxiety too. So we're just staying there, staying present with the players. Let's focus on how we can improve today. So there'll be a few skills that we work on. So we just stay mindful. Um, you know, we're also talking about the, the evolving landscape, you know, collegiately and yeah. just talking about um, different emotions that they feel and, and making sure that they, they they talk about what's pulling them in a direction that may distract them. It could be a number of different things. I think it's just been an opportunity for me to stabilize them and be a steward going forward of trying to make, listen, this is where we are. This is the reality. And these are the things that we can work on to become better men. All right. So punctuality, giving effort, all the little things we're working on, all these things to stay present and stay mindful and to be focused on the things that we can control at this very moment. Mm, good stuff. A thoughtful conversation. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for being here today. Absolutely. All right. Receivers coach Phil McGagan and the Buffaloes will take on Oregon on Saturday at 1.30 at Folsom Field. When we come back, the aforementioned Montana Limonius Craig will join us here at the Post Chicken of Beer. This is Colorado Football from Learfield. Saturdays are made for football. And when the game is on, we're finally off. <laughs> off duty, offline, out of office. A correct Coors Light is our do not disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9 to 5, but worry about the 4th and 1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshments, made to chill. Proud partner of CU Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Love the buffs? Show your CU spirit with a Forever Buffs free checking account from Elevation's Credit Union. The Forever Buffs account comes with a black and gold Buffs branded debit card, has zero monthly fees, and no minimum account balance. And you can even round up your purchases to support CU scholarships. Be Buff proud. Visit banklikeabuff.com. The Forever Buffs checking account from Elevations Credit Union. It matters where you bank. Insured by NCUA. Ever wish you could get a second chance on a bet that didn't go your way? Well, now you can when you sign up to PointsBet Sportsbook. Sign up with code BUFFS500 to get five second chance bets up to $500. With PointsBet's second chance, you get five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager and free bets. That's promo code BUFFS500 to get five second chances on any of PointsBet's betting types, including live betting features you won't find anywhere else. PointsBet. Do it live. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
nothing goes together better than fried chicken and football. Unless there's also beer in the mix. The Post Chicken and Beer fries up the crispiest, juiciest fried chicken, which just happens to be gluten-free, and pairs it with their award-winning craft brews. With seven locations up and down the front range, The Post is locally owned and operated and has been recognized as the area's best fried chicken by Westward and 5280 Magazine. Hot chicken and cold beer go together like black and gold football. Find a location near you and let The Post be your pregame, postgame, and tailgate headquarters. It's time to play Perfect Food Pairings, brought to you by Mountain Dew. This dish pairs perfectly with the bold citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Oh, street tacos. Sorry, that is not the answer we're looking for. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Sorry, that is also not the answer. What the heck? Is it chicken wings? Correct. What? Wait a second. Yeah, hold on. Mountain Dew pairs perfectly with street tacos. And Flamin' Hot Cheetos. This show is so lame. This show is not lame. Yeah, you're lame. Nothing pairs perfectly with food like Mountain Dew. Do the do. Serving part-time in the Colorado Army National Guard can help you reach your goals. Whether it's finding a new career, getting in shape, or graduating from CU Boulder debt-free, the National Guard can help you build the life you've always wanted. Best of all, you can pursue your goals and serve at the same time. Accelerate your path to success. To learn more about career opportunities, tuition assistance, and more, visit NationalGuard.com. Hi, I'm attorney Rob Wilhite from the Swaya Law Firm. As an alumni, class of 2000, our buffs need to stick together. If you've been injured in an auto or work accident, give us a call at 303-GOOD-LAW and let's make an appointment for your free consultation. Accidents can seem overwhelming, but we'll make it simple. Let us handle the insurance companies while you focus on what's most important, your treatment and getting healed. We will fight, fight, fight for your victory. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Hey, we uh, want to always thank our good uh, hosts here at the Post Chicken and Beer with uh, seven of the Front Range locations, and uh, they do a great job of hosting us each and every week here for Bus Prime Time. Again, I want to remind you, next Wednesday we're out here because we've got a Friday night game next week on the road against USC, leaving on Thursday. The show will be taped on Wednesday next week, and again, we'll be live uh, right now on, on Facebook. I'm watching. Anybody watching right now? You want to wave at over there? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> Montana Lamonius Craig joining us, number one for the Buffaloes. A couple games ago at a 100-yard ball game. This offense is coming along, isn't it, the last few weeks? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would say the offense, execution-wise, is picking up yeah. at a fairly quicker pace. So, I mean, as a whole, we're coming along and we're coming together. Yeah. Is this offense, the way it's kind of evolved throughout the season now, is it fun to play in? Yes, the offense has always been fun to play. We have playmakers on the field, guys that love playing for each other. So it's good to go out there and play for your brother. Do you like having – so you – each of the last two games, you've had a 100-yard game. Jordan's had a 100-yard game. Uh, I know you love him like a brother. Do you compete against each other, though, a little bit? I would say there's always a type of competition between me and him just being two 
alpha male. So, sure. I mean, it's, it's of course, I love him like a brother, but yeah. we're always constantly competing. Yeah, but because that competition is going to raise everybody, right? The harder you play, the harder he plays, and, and everyone uh, benefits from that. Yeah, we see it as always, as Coach Phil says, just raising the standard of the room as yeah, a whole. Exactly. So when one player plays good, the next guy should be one too. How do you think you're better in your sophomore season than you were a year ago? What would you improve at? Just learning the game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, got, I have a great teacher in Coach Phil. He teaches me a lot throughout the whole course of the offseason and this season. So I've just been learning step-by-step step on how to identify coverages, better attack leverages, and just opening up my toolbox to be able to win. You know, a lot of players, because all of you guys, when you play at this level, where you came from, chances are you're the best athlete in the field most of the time. Were you always a cerebral player? Were you always a guy that, that wanted to know the why of what you were doing? Or was that something you learned when you got to college and were forced to? I would say that's something I learned when I got to college. Because yeah. as you said, we was more so the better player where we were, yeah. wherever we came from. bigger and faster, right? Yeah. yeah, so I didn't really have to uh, lock in all the fundamental aspects of the game. Right. So once I got to college, I really realized, okay, everybody's good, so you have to have something right. that you can do that's better than somebody else. Yeah, because you're a guy that wants to play in the NFL. You're playing against a, a, across the line of scrimmage from a corner that wants to be in the NFL. Yeah. So you guys are all trying to get to the same place. What, what's some of the most important things you've learned about the position and the execution since you really started studying the game? I would say patience is very critical. Hmm. Being a wide receiver, blocking, perimeter blocking, yeah. and then just being able to have counter counterattacks because at the end of the day, you never know what a DB will come play with coverage there, sure. so you always have to have counterattacks. Yeah. When you say patience, what, what, in what sense are you saying that? Like controlling your speed and your route, getting to your route depth, timing with the quarterback, everything. Some things can be time around. Some things you can add your own flavor to it. So you just need to know when to and when not to. Okay. In your view, have you really improved as a route runner, do you think, in college? I would say over my time here, I have been yeah. <clears throat> constantly improving as a route runner. Yeah. When, you, when you're coming off out of your break and you've got a, a defensive back in front of you, you can set guys up, can't you, in terms of how you use your feet and your your body? Yes, that. <clears throat> I just told him about the cough button. See, he used it there. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yes, that's where I would say it comes down to attacking leverages. Is that right? Yeah, that's how you more so set up a DB, especially yeah. when you know where you want to go and he doesn't know where you want to go. Right. You have to set him up to be able to beat him to a spot. When the ball snapped, what are you looking at? What are you paying attention to right away? Um, Pre-snap, I'm identifying the coverage, mm-hmm. the coverage triangle by the secondary, and then yeah. post-snap, I'm seeing to see if it's any rotation. Okay. And then from that point on, corners lie, but safeties don't. So the safety will usually tell you exactly what the coverage is, most likely. So right. that's where I go to post-snap, and then I'm running my route based off the corners leverage. Boy, with JT playing quarterback, he, he puts a little heat on that ball, doesn't he? Yeah, it's yeah. coming on you pretty quick. Yeah, he, th- yeah. he throws a whistle, man. It's coming out there. <laughs> hey, Coach Phil, when he was up here, he said, I'm not an easy guy to play for. How do you like playing for Phil McGagan? At the end of the day, you know he loves you. You know he wants the, <laughs> the best for you. And yeah. he, has, he has your best interest at heart. So, yeah. I mean, whether or not you clash or not with him, at the end of the day, you know what he wants out of it. He wants right. you to be the best player you can because your success is important to him. And, and you like when he coaches you hard. I mean, you, you want to be coached, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. sir. I know at the end of the day, sometimes I can be a little hard-headed, so I might need it sure. at times. So I feel like it is the best way to get me to dial into the details that I need to. Most good athletes are hard-headed, right? That's why you're a good athlete. Hey, go get yourself a win this weekend, will you, against Oregon? Yes, sir. This guy is a star to make it right now at the University of Colorado. That's Montana Limonius Craig. He and the Buffs will take out Oregon on Saturday at 1.30. 
Terry and I are going to hit their 1130 with the Buffalo Stampede pregame show as we wrap things up here at the Post Chicken and Beer in downtown Boulder. Don't forget, next week we're out here Wednesday from 1230 to 130 as you put a wrap on Buffs Primetime here tonight. This is Colorado Football from Learfield. Okay, I've got the food all set for the tailgate party, but where should we get the beverages? You're joking, right? There's only one place to stock up for a Buffs game. Hazel's Beverage World. They have a huge selection of beer, wine, spirits, and more with the lowest prices around. What was I thinking? Of course, Hazel's staff is super helpful. They're locally owned and just a short drive from Folsom Field. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's head to Hazel's now. Serving part-time in the Colorado Army National Guard can help you reach your goals. Whether it's finding a new career, getting in shape, or graduating from CU Boulder debt-free, the National Guard can help you build the life you've always wanted. Best of all, you can pursue your goals and serve at the same time. Accelerate your path to success. To learn more about career opportunities, tuition assistance, and more, visit NationalGuard.com. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Hi, I'm attorney Rob Wilhite from the Swaya Law Firm. As an alumni, class of 2000, our buffs need to stick together. If you've been injured in an auto or work accident, give us a call at 303-GOOD-LAW and let's make an appointment for your free consultation. Accidents can seem overwhelming, but we'll make it simple. Let us handle the insurance companies while you focus on what's most important, your treatment and getting healed. We will fight, fight, fight for your victory. Fowler Automotive is proud to be a part of your community, where our passion and values lie far beyond the showroom. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community, and it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our four Colorado dealerships to see the Fowler standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. This is what drives us every day. Fowler Automotive, a proud partner of CU Athletics. Love the Buffs? Show your CU spirit with a Forever Buffs free checking account from Elevation's Credit Union. The Forever Buffs account comes with a black and gold Buffs branded debit card, has zero monthly fees, and no minimum account balance. And you can even round up your purchases to support CU scholarships. Be Buff proud. Visit banklikeabuff.com. The Forever Buffs checking account from Elevation's Credit Union. It matters where you bank. Insured by NCUA. Buffs Primetime has been brought to you by The Post Chicken and Beer with seven Colorado Front Range locations. The Post brews delicious award-winning beers and fries up the crispiest, juiciest hot chicken around. Fried chicken and beer go together like black and gold football. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Buffalo Sports Network.